like a good five minutes. Instead of like hours. How about that for an intro? <laughs> Damn right. Hayden, how you doing? Uh, I feel like taking a 12 gauge to my skull. Oh my god. <laughs> intro. Let's use it. <laughs> I can't relate to that. That's fair. I can't. I don't know. Are we going to start that heavy? Should we start that heavy? Fucking why not? I don't think anybody else has done that. I've had... I've known people that have attempted or have almost attempted suicide. Yes. Um, oh, one wow. of them was very, very close to me, and they told me as an afterthought, and they did say that I helped. I don't... I, I can't believe that, or else it'll inflate my ego too much. And... Um... I don't know. I... I emotionally locked up. I was not equipped to deal with it. And I should be should have been better prepared. And even afterwards, I did not prepare myself. So I do work on that from time to time and try to figure out what I could say to a person if I'm confronted with that or if I suspect such a thing. Right. That's something I've had a hard time dealing with too. I don't really know how to help people or I guess talk through stuff with people who are going through that i'm not like i've known and still know a couple people who struggle with that and there have been a couple times where it will get to that point where they're considering it and talking to me about it and i don't know what to do or say because it's not something i've really I've never really helped anyone out with that before. I've never really been the kind of person that people can go to for that. So it was very surprising for me to hear um, someone talk to me about that. It, our, it, it caught me off guard. Our school, the one I go to, um, with the rest of the group that hopefully we'll get interviews for later on, we will. Yeah, we will get them. Our school has set up these magnets and these posters all over the school promoting mental health and giving mental health resources. And I... It was just a commercial on YouTube, but it helped. I was able to find a commercial on YouTube, and it was a project for mental health, and it referenced the Jed Foundation. It referenced teen suicide hotlines and mental health hotlines. And it was an ad dedicated to teaching people how to deal with people or how to help their friends that mm. are having mental health issues. And that struck me. I, I, I'm sure it's obvious to see why, but damn it. I had not spent enough time on this. It was something that could pop up again, and I didn't prepare myself. I didn't give it a second thought. Right. And it was something that I should have taken care of, and something I should have read up on and made sure I was prepared for. Yeah. I've had those thoughts. I do have... I do not know if this is the reason for it, but 
I think it's an ADHD thing for the most part. They come in as intrusive thoughts, not as much anymore. Right. They did come very, very often. I do have a reflex that I have accidentally built up through reinforcement. It is usually to the neck or to the wrists, and it's like fidgeting with myself, but giving myself not pain, but it's kind of that pain from just poking yourself really hard. Right. doesn't hurt enough to call it pain, but it does hurt. And it's become a reflex whenever I do something that I don't think is socially acceptable or I don't think is a good thing to have in my mind or an intrusive thought comes into my head that I don't like because I do have ADHD and everything comes through my mind a million times a day. It's become right. a reflex for me, and I've seen other people that have this issues, this issue. I don't... I think it's anxiety, and I never, when my therapist, I used to go to therapy, came up to me and asked, have you ever had suicidal thoughts? I always say no, because they were just glimpses, and thinking up hypothetical scenarios is something that I can't control. Right. I'm the same way. I... Have never explored anxieties and whatnot. Can you tell me what you know? What? How do you know? How do you navigate anxiety and ADHD and depression, other mental health issues? Well, hmm. for yourself, not for others. For myself. The way that I typically go about it, when I'm anxious and uh, and I like I, I get anxious a lot, especially in public situations or at school during some of my classes. When I'm anxious, I just take a break and try to be calm and not get set off again. And that's uh, that's how I deal with anxiety, and that's just one way. Like there's a few different ways. I've been. Um, Recently, my dad's girlfriend bought me a pack of 30 CBD gummies, and they have been really, really helpful. I take one in the morning before I go to school, and then one when I come home. And it has been tremendous. Like, I haven't had an anxiety attack since, and I have been very... Not, not relaxed. It's more as it's more of if my emotions are now like very slightly numbed enough to where they can't go off the rails. If that makes sense. What maybe, is BBD? CBD. Oh, CBD. Okay, I thought you said yeah. CBD, and I looked it up, and <laughs> it is a very oh. complicated-looking article that I am looking at right now. Hmm. Um, on the topic of medication, I was taking a medication for about three years, four years, and I stopped just this year um, during the summer. Hmm. It is the 29th 
of April right now, just in case we release this earlier. And I have terrible memory, and I don't know if it was the medication or not, because that's still a given. I, mm. I thought that I just lost my memory for a while, and it was very easy for me to justify a lot of bull bullshit. Right. For this was for about a month. For about a month, mm -hmm. I was just wow. Did I just lose all my fucking? Did I just lose three years? Because I didn't remember anything. I there was right. a few pinpricks here and there, but nothing was there. And then I realized it's because nothing happened. I did not develop as a person. I did not gain a lot of friends whatsoever. I did not socialize. I did not go into any relationships. Not that I even liked anyone. I think that actually might have been the medication. Apparently, it kills sex drive. Um, mm. It's it was sertraline. In case anyone was wondering, it was All supposed. Right. It works as an antidepressant. But the reason I was taking it was to. It was to help against mental blocks, is what I'm told, because I am very very stubborn. And now I am very stubborn again since I'm off of it. But I like the trade-off because when I was on it, this is going to sound bad, I was right. very happy. I was a fucking giddy little, not giddy, I was a happy little shit. I really enjoy the emotion of sadness as it turns out. That... I like it a lot. I know exactly what you're talking about, and I feel like that either is depression or a form of depression. And my dad what? put it in a very good... Hear me out. The drug thing he was talking about? We discussed this before. Hmm? You've told me about this before. I'm sorry. Continue. Um, my dad puts it in a very in what I believe is a very good term for it, and that is depression is an addiction to sadness. And, like, the first time I heard that, like, normally when my dad tells me things like that, I just kind of blow it off and I don't realize it until later, but that was one of the few things that hit me as he told it to me. That was one of the few things where I, like, actually started thinking back, and I was like, I yeah, I'm just addicted to sadness. I don't I, think depression and sadness are the same thing, but that does well, click I, in my mind, and I don't know why. I can't is, justify it. Maybe they're separate things, or maybe they're just, I don't know, two sides of the same coin, but I don't know if I'm depressed or addicted to sadness or if that's the same thing. But there are times where I will purposefully make myself sad. I will go back and look at photos of me with, with uh, people I am no longer in contact with. Yeah, I will think about family members who have passed on and who I never got to met. I will think about family members who I do meet who have passed on. I'll think about, oh God, that reminds me of something. I'll talk about this in a bit. 
and like I'll think about just I mainly think about the people that I've lost and make myself sad because I very much get attached to people and I'm fine it's not that I don't like when people change it's that I don't like when people Uh, I don't know the best way to put this. My brain does not have a good time comprehending when people have left. You, we've like, discussed this before, you seem to like constants a lot. Yes, my, like, that... When my when something breaks routine, I don't fully process it. I can't fully understand it. Like I have the same routine every day, and I go through this routine yes. every day. And this week, like it was testing week for, I believe, the sophomores. And that really, really threw me off because it's... So Monday, normal schedule. Tuesday, Wednesday, it is first period, second period, uh, fourth period, lunch, third period for Tuesday and Wednesday. And then for Thursday and Friday, it goes fourth period, fifth period, fourth period, lunch, and then sixth period. And that really threw me off. And it's still throwing me off. And we've had this schedule since last week. And we've been doing this. But it still throws me off because it's not what I'm used to. This I haven't been doing this for months on end. And so it's really, I've noticed, it's really messed with my head. It, like, it's made it hard for me to do things that normally wouldn't be an issue, I guess. Like, I don't know. Like, you falling asleep. Falling asleep? As an example. Like, I... I, my sleep schedule is almost, almost directly tied to, um, to whether there is a major change happening. Like, uh, for example, um, when there was a person who is in my life and I wanted them to stay in my life for a while and they did not want to. And when they left, my brain did not know how to comprehend that. And it kept me up at night for so long until like I wouldn't go to bed until 2 or 3 a.m. Because I couldn't. It's one of the because I just now, felt, specific standard I time felt about. 
fully awake. Sorry, continue. I cut you off a little bit. Oh no, I'm just saying, it's still, it's almost one in the morning, Pacific Standard Time. We're popping off. Dis One uh, second. interesting. We, hmm, I, I just noticed something, because we're talking on Discord. Yes. In my recent messages, I was talking to someone, and I think you know who they are. Right. Um, they're no longer No, on their phone, they're on their PC. It's one Interesting. in the morning, and they've moved from their phone to their PC, and I really fucked up today. Oh, I did a bad one. I mentioned something to the group. Mm, Right. how should I explain this? There was a split between our friend group a few months ago, and I, Hey, wait. we were discussing, what? Okay. You... Always have a habit. There's this thing you always say whenever somebody says friend group, and I always forget what it is, but I feel it's it's pretty wise. Friend groups don't work. Just There will never be a group. It is a collection of people. My best friend told me that. You've... This is stupid. This is the worst comparison ever. But no, it's fine. Team <laughs> Crafted... <laughs> I didn't follow the Minecraft YouTubers. I didn't watch Team Crafted. I saw like one video and I liked... Watched an animation. I thought it was funny. But I know for a fact that it didn't work out because they tried to be a tight group. When they made the group, they decided, okay, we're going to do stuff together. We're going to do collaborations. And it didn't leave a lot of room for their own stuff. When you think in your mind, oh, this is a friend group. We're a tight-knit group of people. You also feel like you have an obligation. And that obligation... wasn't ever spoken of it doesn't really exist honestly and people will feel stress from that and they will feel like it, it, it stresses people out when something strange happens because you know you're supposed to do everything together you're supposed to have fun you're 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 gonna be together as friends forever but that's I not true was exactly how I felt when um, unnamed person B unnamed person <laughs> B and C, let's say, of um, course had, their shake up no, no, no this was, uh, this was when they each, those two individuals had their separate Discord servers, and ah they had them into one. oh I wasn't here for this wasn't I I don't think so, but I I'll, was I'll, here I'll go into when it a little the bit. old I, server was one. The one that right. I have currently purged, by the way, as Yes, the group has split up. archived forever. I have, you know, for legal reasons, because you guys have said some sussy stuff, I have archived Oh, definitely. it, and I have made sure everything is secure. Just in case there's, you know, there is evidence of possible child neglect in there, and abuse. that we can't deal with right now because it would put the person in a worse situation than they already are. We have talked to people about it. And in the case that something happens, I would like to have that on hand. Now, about the group splitting up. That's exactly what it did. 
it right. was a romantic thing, <laughs> as it should be. It was super cliche, and yep. it was super complicated, silly, and it was something I, I feel terrible for saying this, but it was something I enjoyed. Yeah, it's I like... never had drama before, and I've never had a lot of social development. Same. Like, I've never really had any drama on that level before. But that, I don't know. It was interesting to just be a bystander and to just watch this whole situation unfold and to try and just gather more information yeah. and understand it better. It was really interesting. I have learned that I need to trust my gut when it comes to people. Yes. And trust red Same. flags. And I have learned that people will do anything to justify their side of the story. Yes. And also oh, that... I've noticed that so much. Oh my god. And I, I will not deny I have done that before too. Yes. I, and I constantly uh, do that still today. It's rewind a matter of catching a yourself. little bit. Um, rewind a little bit to what you said before that. Before, like right before you said, people will do anything to justify their side of the story. What did I say before? People will justify anything for their side of the story. It's a defense. I I don't know what I said. I'm sorry, but I will say it's, it's a okay. defense mechanism. It's okay. it's, I I fully understand. It's it a defense mechanism to like... protect. Her. Hmm? What? Speak. I'm trying to remember. It is a defense mechanism to protect ourselves, and I don't know why it is there, but that is my gut feeling. I think right. that trying to, even when it's not good for us, justify something and keep it, keep our perspective rigid as much as we can, is very much a defense mechanism. Not a primal one, but a social one. That right. we can build up over time. And it's important like to be able to recognize that. Right. This group. Uh, okay, rewind a bit. How you said it's a defense mechanism. I feel like that is only our generation. Oh. Because I have not noticed this in any any other time period i guess okay i actually have a counter for that um right i think it happens constantly people have killed and justified that people have committed genocide and colonialism was very interesting because they knew damn well what they're doing but they created these complicated laws and systems that confused the opposition to pretend like what they were doing was justified in a legal sense, when in reality they were just taking land and resources. Right. It has a... happened forever. It will always be there, damn it. I learned this uh, from my wonderful history teacher, who uh, I believe will be on the podcast soon. I asked him if he was interested, and he said yes, so... Who knows? Maybe, maybe not. Either way, uh, one interesting thing I learned to build off of what you said uh, specifically is that 
they're when I don't remember the exact time period, but they uh I guess settlers, I guess. Is that the right word? I'm not Settlers, sure. um, colonizers, Oh yeah. the French. They <laughs> they had built these schools to Assimilate? reform Native American children into Oh, American I know all about that, dude. customs. Yeah, yeah, we learned about this. Okay, so... And... Keep going. No, no, you go. Okay, so... Go, like, back and forth The... for a bit. Um... I think it was Congress that actually made an entire document on this, admitting that there was a Congress that set out with vigorous intention to assimilate the entirety of the Native American population. There have been mass killings in Canada, I think. There have been the bodies of children under, under re-education schools. The thing... Oh, we're getting way off topic from mental health, aren't we? We Oh, are it doesn't talking about matter. justification, though. This doesn't, this What is did they like the anything podcast. We don't need to be fixated on one topic, I feel like. I feel like we should just have a conversation and let it flow. What was the justification for slaughtering natives for colonialism and all the other bullshit that has happened long, long after and still happens today? There isn't. It was just, they were just doing it to make, What did they tell themselves? it's like, We should probably cut that entire part out and, like, talk about the group. no, 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 it's fine, it's fine. No? Okay. I'm not editing Maybe we all can this, by the way. have, I'm just gonna... oh, I'll edit it, I'll edit You it. want to I edit have, it? yeah, I All have right. sound software. I can do this. I know how to do this. Um, I'm gonna go to bed in about but the six. way that they, I feel like they, the way they justified it, it wasn't, uh, to justify it for themselves. It was to justify it for the other people coming in. If that makes sense. It was like, okay, so the people who get there first, they can't just slaughter all these Native Americans, because then, like, all the people coming in are going to be like, what the fuck are you doing? This is awful. You're an awful person. So they just do whatever they can to justify. And unfortunately, I feel like that worked. I believe Um, the justification was they're not human, they're savages, they're uncivilized, we need yes. to civilize them. Right. That That's was exactly that was what the it was. I that's the justification. That's what they said almost every time. And then when it wasn't that, it was just complicated legal BS Yeah. that they made up. And, um, yeah. And, uh, so they knew fully well what they were doing was bad and that it was evil. Or maybe they didn't. Maybe they just actually believed that these people are savages. But the main point I'm getting at is that some people 
know that they're doing that they are trying no hang on wait give me a sec some people know that their actions and their side of the story is either inaccurate biased or just completely wrong like like completely wrong and skewed i mean i guess all those are the same but whatever and but like you said it's a defense mechanism and people will do whatever they can to justify it's like it's like we still have the minds of children in all of us from when we were young if you're young and you were to like take a cookie from Mate, that was like, not justified. We just did whatever the fuck we want. Kids are cruel, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> but if you do, okay, basically, you're you're young. You're this young little idiot little goblin thing, and you you <laughs> want to oh you really, really, really want something, right? But to get that thing, you got to do some bad shit, okay? You gotta, whether it be steal something, or I almost said kill someone. Not <laughs> kill someone, but maybe hurt someone. Um, you, and you get caught, right? You do something bad to get yourself something good. But you've been All caught. Right. So what do you do? You do whatever you can to convince the other person oh. that what you are doing is justified. So it's internal and discourse. You're arguing somewhat, with yourself. Yes. Right. You know what you're doing is wrong, yet you still choose to convince or fight it out until the end. And I feel like not very many people have learned not to do that. I mean, I'm still learning to just to recognize that I just need to give up. Because no matter what I do, I'm just going to keep making myself look worse and more guilty. And I'm still learning how to do that how to like a what is it um not strategic withdrawal but like can i retreat speak? if that makes sense um i i have done this today i did this literally today so right i'm going to get back to the friend group cuz I just remember that this is what we were talking about. Alright. I really fucked up. This friend group was split, and I was trying to remain an impartial party, so I kind of remained, quote-unquote, friends with the party that was um, kind of not... The person that was not no longer in the group, and everyone else had decided, okay, it's not a good idea, they're in here anymore. Let's just not have them be in here 
and um, that's a terrible way of saying it. Nobody wanted anything to do with each other at that point. And right. I had knowledge from the other side of the fence, and I have revealed it tonight. I have revealed it tonight, and I fucked up because people were talking about this person that had left the group, and right. I said something about it. And it went everywhere until someone else that was in the room with us, uh, we were in a voice call, and this person's, this person had someone else in the room with them, and they figured out what was going on, and then they got pissed at the person that is no longer in the group. So, right. they're the only person that told me that. They know I told fucking this other person something very secret. And then as it turns out, there's this not so big secret that they thought nobody would knew whatsoever. Right. Um the problem was we were both at fault. They did something fucked up. They got the other person that was in the room with our friend did something they definitely regretted. No one was an innocent party in this case. Everyone had some blame to the situation. And this person started throwing crap at me. Started saying, what is it here? They're on their PC. There we go. Saying that yeah. I shouldn't have told this person that I knew this. And I shouldn't have shared it with the group. And that was completely true. I immediately went into defensive mode. As soon as they started telling me that it was my fault which it partially was but goddamn cool down I started <laughs> I couldn't lie if I lie I back myself into a corner I can't do that I tried doing right. some wordplay it didn't fail I don't think but that was still the complete wrong thing to do I should have owned up to it and told them yeah I fucked up I told this person what is going on and instead, I completely blew it off and lied. It was a white lie. It was something with right. implications. And right. now, <laughs> everyone's not having a good time. Right. Oh my god. It got instantly worse. I could have solved it like that. Could have taken responsibility. It would have been gone. <laughs> right. But... I was adamant on defending my position. And that was the worst possible thing I could have done. I sent I you thirsty like Angry Birds piggy. When we get into situations like that as humans, what happens is we get stressed about being guilty and that stress amplifies that defense mechanism that that's what i feel anyway because the more like you know that your side is wrong and that you should just take responsibility for it the more you know that and you recognize that the more stressed you're going to be in the situation where you keep lying and you keep you trying to yourself into a corner, yeah. Exactly. 
And I feel like the stress really, really adds on to that. Commercial break. My sister used to be part of a Discord group. I don't remember if they were strangers or whatever. Oh, shoot, audio. I've been doing bad audio this entire... No, it's fine. <laughs> My sister was part of a Discord group, and she was a kind of mediator. She solved social anguish, helped people with their mental problems. And one day, she left because she recognized it was not good for herself. And what yeah. happened was guilt obviously that should be the first thing my sister has no contact with these people anymore and was constantly worried that they had caused something terrible to happen self-harm suicide or otherwise i have right. my own parallel story <laughs> i had a friend that had some friend fuck it my significant other had some issues and one way or another ended up in the hospital after we had broken up and being the unreasonable human i am i blame myself i blame right. myself for leaving not for leaving they're the one who cut it off because they, I suppose, thought they were hurting me. And right. I somehow was able to justify that I may have contributed to it, which right. is not true whatsoever. And I know now that I did not contact this person for a long time because I knew that I needed space and that was for myself even if I was just emotionally cut off it was a good thing it worked out if it was the bad thing to do which again I would have no idea because my judgment is terrible I wouldn't have changed it right it I still would have gone through with doing nothing with not having any more contact with this person but the thing that really sticks the thing that I can't blame anything but myself for is that when they did end up in the hospital right i was given the offer to visit and i did not right when they could have potentially potentially when i could have potentially helped a lot right. i this was the time I was taking the medication, might I remind you. I was completely emotionally numb. Right. That's on me. But I don't regret it. I cut off contact with this person that was a good friend and also my significant other for a time. And I have been I just talked to them for the first time in a long time recently, actually. Uh, we're going to have a get-together before we all fuck off to college and die in a ditch. Half of them will. <laughs> Half of them definitely will. These people are absolute spaz lords. <laughs> Hang on, give it like a... I'm cracking my knuckles, so like, give it like a solid five seconds after I'm done. I... Have you, are you seeing a consistency with the friend groups I join? 
Any I didn't have a choice in this case. I went to a school that was for people with learning differences, not disabilities, differences. It's now a school for learning disabilities. They changed the curriculum like the day, mm. like the year I left. Right. And it was just a bunch of kids with ADHD fucking around. But I still find myself drawn to spaz lords and people that are not, don't have filters. You being a small exception. Right. You can be honest. Like, if I don't have filters, just tell me. Or you have like a whole these... different plethora of issues, my dude. Go everyone ahead. Got, gets ish, everyone gets... You get to it. It's the constants things that we discussed earlier. You don't recognize the constants. That's probably just the big thing. I don't know what it is or what it's from, but it is something that should be fixed as soon as possible. Wait, like, as in, I don't recognize when there are constants? Or... When there are not constants, you don't deal with change very well. And mm, Yes, yes. Yeah, not dealing with change very well and wanting things to stay the same. That is a very, very, very big issue. It's because I have... Ooh, this is a, this is a bit of a long story. Should we get into this? Um, tell me the implications of it. Do not tell me the story. Okay. The... Okay. Basically, there was a time period where my mom was very, very poor. Mm -hmm. And she had to move around a lot. And I had to move with her for some times. And as a young child... I don't know how to handle that. I don't know how to handle these constantly changing environments where I move into a new area, make friends, and then just abruptly move somewhere else. And I've never seen some of those people ever again. And I feel like that is the source of why I don't deal with change well, because I never, because I went through maybe too much change. You really want stability and yes. constants. It's a leftover. That means there's hope for you yet. <laughs> That's good. Maybe. I hope. Fuck, man. To what we were saying earlier. Right. This friend of yours, first off, <laughs> it's hard. It has to be you. Do you know what I mean? I think so. It has to be you making whatever decision you do. Right. It is not... There's no situation where this turns out and everyone wins. You should not have to make this decision. Which is why I was incredibly... I should have... I honestly should have told you not to do this earlier to take a break or something because god damn I'm so sorry but I saw this coming from a mile away yeah no that's I that's completely understandable you should not have to make this decision but it has to be you you shouldn't have to have something this early on and yet you will someone else's 
mental health potentially is in your hands and I cannot in good conscious affect that right it wasn't it's not that shits on you their mental health is very much in my hands and it's not a thing where they've told me that it is where I have recognized that from things that they've told me about their past and things that they like is it a defense mechanism with them too I'm not sure. Yeah. Are they saying things, implying things because they don't want it to be gone, but in reality, they may just be fine. Or they may not be. That's why, why it's that's why you shouldn't have to make this decision. Wait, 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 hang on. What did you say before that? I didn't hear part of that. Internal justifications. You've heard kids talking, oh, this artist here, this music artist or this YouTuber saved me. Right. They believe that. My gut reaction says that this person will be fine. They will be exactly the way they are now if you are not there. We should add another 30 minutes of silence to this part right here. But the problem is, you should never take my advice. That's the other thing. I give terrible, terrible, ad, terrible advice. My entire family can hear me, by the way. <laughs> I could be wrong. And it could be an issue. And if... They are put in harm's way, which would be your actions. No one can blame you, but you'll still feel that weight. Right. You should not have to make this decision. But it has to be you. It has to be you. And there's no way around that. Because even right. if you make someone else let the decision for you, you're going to think, oh, well, that is still my fault. I'm the one who let them do that. I followed right. someone else's advice, which is not the way you should go. And the more utilitarian way of thinking about this is, of course, oh, you know what you've got a learning on? experience from this. That's the more... You know what I just realized is that I'm going through the same situation as the song Reese Blocks. Basically, these lyrics to the song kind of made me think that, huh, I'm kind of, I can kind of relate to that. I'm basically just saying that the song did the point of what songs are supposed to do, be relatable. I'm just being a fucking idiot because it's 1.30 a.m. I'm going to tell you, uh, I didn't want to say this because everyone's going to say this. You owe this person nothing. Right. You, how, how long have you known them, huh? A few days. Yeah, exactly. Right. You yeah. get attached to people easily. Right. It's a problem that you can solve or not solve later. It doesn't really matter. Yes. You remember when we were talking about justifications earlier? 
Yes. Don't whip up some false narrative either. If it helps you do right. something that will protect you, I mean, if it's your only option left, sure, go for it. But there's no way that can be healthy. Right. But am, is it healthier than sticking with this? I'm not sure. Because I, I really want to help this person change. You cannot. That's not that was very fixed-minded of me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Trust me. I have talked a lot with this person. I mean, I've even been talking to them partially during the recording. And right now, we just had a breakthrough. Normally, in this scenario, he would second-guess himself, and he would convince himself that I'm lying and that my promise is a fake, but he just admitted something. He said, okay, I'm sorry. I was overthinking and embarrassed that I was jealous. Brilliant. He changed. I can help this person change, and I believe that I am, and I want to pursue this, even though I know, and I'm not trying to justify this, and there's no... I'm not making up some story. The only reason that I want to help this person is because we have a mutual feeling and understanding for each other. And I know that that's not unique. And I know that that can be found many, many places. But I haven't felt this intense of a passion for one person ever and maybe that's I don't know maybe that's just dumb maybe this is all just gonna be awful and work out horribly but I'm still willing to give it a try because I believe that people can change and I want to help this person change. What the fuck? I believe you. I'm open to new things, and I am willing to even if other people tell me, this is going to fail. This is not going to work out. It's just going to be toxic and awful. I don't care. I'm not... I'm aware of that. Mate. Still gonna keep trying. You fucking go. <laughs> Pop off. Pop off. I... Dude. I have been convinced of something I not did not think I'd be convinced of. Let's let's go in the garden.
Damn. That's deep, bro.